Because yeah. at the core, like, it's really hard to stand up and be like, I don't care if you don't like me. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to do whatever I want to do, and this feels right, and if you don't like me, I really don't care. Yeah. And that's really hard. Welcome to the Vata Time Podcast, where we aim to spread positivity, create community, and learn something new in each episode. We focus on all things wellness, sustainability, and lifestyle to build our awareness as a collective. We're your hosts. I'm Bianca. And I'm Amanda. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hi, Miss Amanda. Hello, Miss B. <laughs> How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. Um, for the podcast listeners, we just had a really fun gals bestie date time. Oh, yeah. So um, it was really simple and really fun, but it's so rejuvenating after we get to spend like extra time together besides just podcasting. So um, yeah, I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I love it. I, I mean, I, we always have fun when we're together. Um, nothing but good vibes and um you're my best friend so (laughs) it's always fun we eat good food and um went to the gym did the sauna and didn't really work out just went there ate and left (laughs) we ate at the gym (laughs) goals we we did the treadmill for 10 minutes and then we got 15 minutes excuse me but (laughs) we got in the sauna for 10-15 minutes and showered and called it a day but also want to point out that where we ate our dinner it was overlooking like the hudson yards vessel yeah so it was beautiful oh yeah it's like a private and like nobody was there no it was just us the music was so vibe yeah like i was like people pay so much money to have like this view and we just like yeah it's we're so lucky at least it's like a 500 at least a 500 dollar dinner view oh yeah a thousand percent the vessel at nighttime lit up alone alone (laughs) yeah having your own private like area and we're over here like the universe is so funny in providing like all of these little luxuries in life that you're like sometimes I look at my life and I'm like lol (laughs) like this is my life like I often look at my life I'm like I literally like feel like I live in a movie sometimes like my life is so funny and like fun Mm -hmm. in general and it's like sometimes you don't even ask for it like you know you're just like oh this is fun. This is nice. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> a thousand percent. The life is so good when you just like enjoy it. Yes. Soak it up. So fun night. Take your friends on a date. Yep. <laughs> Let's do that again next weekend. I'm down. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what are the two things bringing you joy this week? We've been starting off our podcast with that lately, so. Yes, the first thing is going to be solid core. Okay, tell me. You're like the solid core queen. No, but you... I did hit my 50 classes. That's huge. Okay, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but solid core is, in my opinion, the hardest workout class in the world. And <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. When I say that, every time I take solid core, it's the only class that makes me sore. And you've been taking it every single day. Yeah. So they have like a February slash March challenge where it was like you and a partner, you and a buddy complete as many classes as you can within this like 28 day period. Yeah. And then whoever wins out of the, whoever gets the most classes together out of the whole United States, like you guys won, I think it was like $2,000. So... (laughs) Um, the first week of it, we're like, okay, we're gonna go every single day, mm-hmm. and like, we wanted to do every single day for the entire like 28 days. Yeah, and we're like, okay, let's go for the first week and see how we're feeling. Yeah, and after the first week, like, body like was dead. Yeah, like, absolutely yeah. dead. And like, I think we went maybe like eight or nine days in a row. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I was like, I cannot Mm-mm. like do this. Anymore. It's not humanly. Like, unless you have already been doing it, like, on a regular, consistent basis. Yeah. Because for people listening who've never done Solid Core, the whole purpose and, like, the goal at Solid Core is, like, muscle failure. So when you're doing the workouts, you're literally shaking. Like, your body, like, they want you to get the shakes. They want your body to fail. They want you to fall down or, like, you know what I mean? Like, do it until you can't any longer yeah so i i take it once a week and that's my max i think it's perfect 
yeah <laughs> like once a week so that i don't lose the progress yeah. that i've already gotten yeah but like the fact that you've been going so much yeah you've been killing it yeah, and like i saw you. the lunge on your tiktok <laughs> i was like wow that's a nice lunge thanks <laughs> and your abs are on point i feel like it's such a good like it's hard but after you keep doing it like you kind of get into more like i feel like the first few times you go to solid core it's like what did i just get myself into yeah. it's this like crazy contraption but i really like how it's like essentially kind of easy on your body and you're not like like you still sweat it's even low impact it's exactly yeah. so like you're not hurting your muscles and joints and like whereas if you're running outside like the hitting your feet on the concrete mm-hmm. is going to really like take a toll on your body mm-hmm. so the low impact i think is great and i've seen the most results from this mm-hmm. like abs butt like, yeah thighs legs like everything mm-hmm. is just like it's crazy like you don't need to go out and sweat into these like wild things you can do something that's a little bit more impact and like it is a huge difference and you don't see it and then like a month later you're like oh hi <laughs> no when i take that class the next day i see it in my body Dang. yeah i literally see it in my body so like and i see it in your body too Dang. like the other day <laughs> like when you like took off your shirt and i saw your abs i was like oh my gosh <laughs> i was like you're you have abs like you have a sick a little six pack going on so. she's a cutie <laughs> it's like good job thanks yeah good. So, that's yeah. awesome i love how we both hit our like 50s oh yeah it's because bianca's the soul cycle queen <laughs> And you're the solid core queen. Solid core queen. Yeah, it was solid core something else. I like definitely kudos to you. Aww. And thank you for not asking me to be their partner for that <laughs> challenge because I probably would have failed you. No, you would have done it. I mean, I would have done, done it, but I would have been done miserable. You would have done more classes than me. <laughs> you would have done more classes. Oh god, for no. Sure. Yeah, it's like it's it's the hardest class yeah it's it's low impact but high intensity yeah i feel like yeah so like you still like you it's like you get the shakes like oh yeah you're definitely working out like don't think that because it's like a pilates like mm-hmm. girly quote-unquote mm-hmm. and there's a lot of guys in our class yes. now like and they're like they're sculpted rip yeah and yeah. there's like one guy who actually is in our class who's been coming more because he's recovering from like um a shoulder surgery so he's mm-hmm. using like solid core to keep in shape but as a recovery this guy's like a bodybuilder type man like yeah. super buff super yeah. in shape he struggles yeah. he uses the the pole, the pole too yeah. and he he's like this is the hardest workout that i've done in my entire life it's the hardest yeah and like he's been working out forever yeah yeah. So it's like, and it's the hardest workout ever. Like, <laughs> like I, it's not even an exaggeration. Like, yeah. it really is the hardest. But even out of the Pilates classes, I think this is harder than like the other uh, SLTs SLT. and the other um, yeah. methods of Pilates. Yeah, so definitely check it out if you want it's a great. challenge. Yeah. Wow. So that's been bringing you joy this week. That's been bringing me joy. But one thing I did want to mention is like. I was so gung-ho on, like, the trying to complete as many classes as I could that, like, I had to take a step back and be like, is this still bringing me joy? Because on one class, I was like, I'm about to cry because my body's in so much pain. And it was like, okay, no, I need to give my body a rest. And, like, it's not about the quantity of classes if I'm, like, not looking forward to it in the morning, not enjoying it. So I'm like, oh, it's okay if I don't go every single day. I need to like continue this if it's bringing me happiness. So like listening to your body and realizing like if goals that you make are just like not attainable or they're just not vibing with you, like it's okay to adjust them. It's not a failure. The failure is to hurt your body and continue to do the things that are like draining you. So just like listening to yourself. That's what I wanted to mention with that. I love that. But I love that because sometimes when we start a challenge, we're like, I have to finish the challenge every single day. And like that is one of the hardest on your body. And like you don't want to get hurt either. So you have to listen to your body's natural. Like your body will tell you when you're good and when you're not good. Yes. So you just have to listen. Yeah. That's the first thing. You're so insightful. (laughs) You're so in tune with your body. I love it. Okay. Go. What's yours? What's yours? Okay. Okay. So I have one. And so during my trip to Florida, I tried um, kava for the first time. And um, I have my notes in front of me because I wanted to make sure I got it right. But I absolutely loved it. And for people listening who don't know what it is, so kava is like this crop from like the Pacific Islands. And it usually means like when it's translated into its like origin language, it means like bitter um and basically kava is used for um it has like calming effects 
So it relieves like anxiety, restlessness, sleeplessness, um, any stress related symptoms, um, like muscle tension or spasms. So this may be good for your solid core recovery. Um, and people take it for like stress and anxiety. Um, and it doesn't interfere with your mental sharpness either, supposedly. Um, but yeah, it's like a really cool drink and, um, I feel like a lot of people who drink it are like spiritual too. It's like, like, you know, it's kind of like in these like hippie type shops all the time. Um, but I loved it. It was so good. And I had it, I had it in its pure form. Um, and then I also had it in like, then they make you like a drink with it. Okay. So I had it with like cinnamon and almond milk and, um, they made it kind of like into this like delicious sweet thing what um yeah and it's super delicious but it's also good on its own too it's a little bitter okay um and your t- my tongue got numb so Wait, like your tongue your tongue gets a little numb yeah why um it's just like the way that the it's like a root fat or like a root yeah. so um that's the side effect i had my mom had the same side effect um <laughs> but my mom gets like she had it and she's like, oh, I can't really drive. I'm feeling a little dizzy. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so some people like take, like drink it before going out, like instead of drinking alcohol, because you do feel like very, like more relaxed. Okay. Um, but I definitely didn't feel like drunk or anything like yeah. that. Um, not that that, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a, it's like a natural thing, but yeah, it makes you feel really good. It's like a stress reliever drink and yeah. There's, that is so cool. Yeah, and so like there's places that sell kava here, so um, that's like my new thing. It's bringing me joy. <laughs> that's and so cool. The crazy thing is like it's huge in Florida. Like they like at least in St. Petersburg, maybe because St. Petersburg is like a little more like of a hippie town yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's like it's like a beach town, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was everywhere. Like everywhere they had it, and um, now it's like my new thing. So that's fun. Is that something like we can, where do you get kava? Like, can you buy it at the store? I don't know where you buy it. I okay. have to look it up. Yeah. Okay. But they, I know they have like kava bars here in New York. And that's they, awesome. They have some in the city and in Brooklyn too, I saw. And they have them in like random, like the yoga shop that I went to. Yeah. Um, They had, they had it in their like little bar. Wow. Yeah. And when they make it with drinks, sometimes it is it always non-alcoholic, or sometimes is it alcoholic? Uh, I it just think it's depends. non-alcoholic. Okay, always. But I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen it with alcohol, but I wouldn't want it with alcohol. Yeah, I feel like it's already kind of like a. It's like supposed to chill you down. Yeah. Um, and kind of put you in like, you know, like chill mode. Um, but then there's this other thing that they sell. Bless you. <laughs> there's this other thing that they sell. Um, in Florida, at least at the shops, it's like kava and then, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but it's like Crompton. Kava's supposed to chill you down, like re- relax you and, um, kind of be a stress reliever. And Crompton is supposed to like energize you and like give you energy and like, it's also like a root or something. I'm like, Florida's like on a different level. Yeah. I learned so much. This is not what I <laughs> remember from It's like Florida. I left Florida and I went back. I'm like, okay, I see I see you guys. <laughs> That's awesome. I feel like they'd make that illegal in New York real quick probably. <laughs> Just like everything else. <laughs> I love that though because I love that it's implementing more natural kind of like – Yeah. I don't know if the holistic is the correct word, but just like it's a plant, cleaner things yeah. into your body that give you like a similar effect if that's what you're looking for, yeah. and it's like health's way healthier option. Yeah, like I it's healthier that. than having a cocktail. Yeah, right. Like yeah. if you go out to a bar and you're like, oh, I want to like relax tonight. Like yeah. instead of having a cocktail, you like you can have like yeah a drink of kava, and it's like you feel more chill yeah. and like more laid back. And that's, like, a healthier option, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to have to... We're going to have to go. Oh, yeah. We'll find one in the city. Yeah. Or Brooklyn. We'll be Brooklyn girls for a day. <laughs> yeah. Aw. What's your second thing? So, my second one, I switched it last minute, but it's actually going to be... Um, it just reminded me because we're drinking kombucha now, and mm-hmm. I've probably been drinking this for the past two months now, mm-hmm. but it's the Remedy Kombucha... So it's kombucha and the brand is Remedy. Um, But actually got one of these in an imperfect food box 
and it was so good and I was like where did they sell this because I've never seen this anywhere mm-hmm. and um I don't know if they really have it in stores yet but I get it off of Amazon on a okay. subscription basis so every two weeks um <laughs> 24 come that good huh? <laughs> yeah they're so good they have different flavors yeah the best one so far is the raspberry lemonade Mm-hmm. Um, but they have like a peach one, which is great. And I think it's, um, like a cherry, not cherry, like a, a maybe plum cherry, which sounds weird, but no, that one's really good too. Nice. Um, but they're low in sugar and, um, I go back and forth between like, should I just buy the big glass bottles and is that better to recycle? Cause I know glass is like a little bit more sustainable, but, um, I do know like at least, especially in New York, like they do a good job of recycling stuff Mm -hmm. so like the cans and whatnot um are not going to break in the process and i know that like the cans are going to be recycled yeah um so yeah (laughs) but it's super good and also like pretty inexpensive compared to buying individual kombuchas at like whole foods or wherever you get groceries at so yeah try it out yeah no it's super good like you offered me half of your uh, can and it's delicious i'm still drinking it it's very refreshing yeah um I love it. Thank you for sharing. Oh my gosh, no, thank you for trying. And I also think, like, we're in New York and, like, the cans are going to be recycled, I feel like. Yeah. Hopefully, right? Yeah. And if it's bringing you joy, like, I think it's okay. We're doing our part by recycling it. Yeah. I mean, the next step would be, like, buying your own, like, what is it, Scooby? And making your own kombucha That's coming in, like, two years. (laughs) Making my own kombucha. Yeah. We're going to have to harvest our... Our, our, our Scooby ferment it ourselves. Yeah, wow. it's gonna be like you making almond milk. You're gonna be making like the almond milk, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna be making the kombucha <laughs> and the bread and the bread I, and the bread. I've been wanting to try your bread. Yes, I know. I realized today because you were coming over, and I was like, "Dang it! I didn't start it early enough." <laughs> and if we were gonna record, it was gonna make noise. Yeah, it's gonna be like in the bread machine, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, well, next time I'll plan better. One day, all good. <laughs> Some bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah love it what's your next one okay so my next one is um dry brushing so i've been dry i've incorporated that not into my daily routine but into my routine in general so i'll do it maybe once or twice a week but when i do it i'm telling you my skin feels super soft afterwards like um so i do it um before i take a shower i'll yeah i'll like do my dry brush so i have a dry brush and I start from my feet and work my way up and I just do it in circular motions, um, towards the center of your body. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that's the way that to the circulation, yep, yeah, that's the way the circulation kind of flows. And I'll do that towards in like the front of my body and also grab, do the back of my, like the back of my legs and everything and my back. Um, and it just feels super good. Then I take a shower and doing the oil massage after that, mm-hmm. it feels super good. Um, like it just like you feel super soft and like um highly highly recommend if you've never done dry brushing and showering and then a oil uh massage that sounds so good yeah so like some people i've learned like through ayurveda schools like some people like to do their oil massage and then take a shower Mm -hmm. but my preference is like to take a shower and then do the oil massage yeah um but it's like personal preference and like there's so many rules to just do whatever you want Mm -hmm. but like this is something that's like bringing me happiness this week it's like oh i feel so like um i don't know like soft (laughs) i can't think of a better word right now but just like it's so sweet like doing something for yourself yeah Yeah. where did you get your dry brush from oh my god it's so old I've had it forever. Okay. Um, I think I got it in one of these, like, promotional boxes. Mm, got it. Yeah. That's, like, dry brushes last a really long time, so it's mm-hmm. not one of those things that you need to, like, continually repurchase. Like, if you buy, like, a loofah or yeah. some exfoliating glove or whatnot, like, you buy one dry brush and it somehow stays. Yeah, forever. I mean, yeah. and I look at it, I'm like, you know, like, sometimes I'll, like, clean off, like, if there's the any. The skin. <laughs> <laughs> the dust, a.k.a. skin. <laughs> Dry yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess there's sometimes stuff on it yeah. that I gotta like, yeah. you know, kind of brush off. But, yeah. Um, no, it's like it feels so good. Yeah. Um, I do feel like it's a little rough. I might look for like a softer brush. Okay. Because my skin is a little sensitive, but okay. um, highly recommend. I just feel like it leaves you so soft. Yeah. And... This is inspiring me. Now I want to start dry brushing. Yeah. 
and I did it like on my knees you know how like your knees get a little rough sometimes like that air doing it there makes them like a little softer too so that's nice that's a good one I feel like it's also good on your butt for like cellulite and like for like smooth butt (laughs) like Like your butt in your thighs yeah (laughs) like it's good to like get the circulation Mm -hmm. going um Wow. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, and especially like working from home, like yeah. <laughs> we're sitting all the time. Yeah. Like most of the time, we're just sitting. Yeah. So like your body and your legs get just stagnant. Yeah. So, um, like, yeah, we work out for like an hour a day, but then there's 23 other hours yeah. where we're sitting down on our chairs or we're like laying in bed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So getting that circulation in the legs is really good too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love this one. Yeah. Oh, yay. <laughs> Helmet and dry brushing. Yeah. And solid core and kombucha. We're all things we love and bring us <laughs> happiness, really. Like, so much brings you life happiness, and yeah. it's so random, but it's like big things and little things. Yeah. Like, big things like a monthly challenge yeah. goal that you learn from, yeah. or something very small, like. A kombucha. A kombucha. Combo yeah. drink. Like a yeah. drink, right? Yeah. So. Just the little things. So fun. Are, are we going to get into it? Let's get into it. So what are Let's we talking about today? So today we're still on our monthly theme of like self-improvement. Um, and today we're talking about rebranding yourself. So this is big and this can go like many different ways. And when you think of rebranding, I feel like most people think of like rebranding their brand. <laughs> But yeah, um, we're rebranding ourselves and our personal image. And this idea kind of came about to me when I was leaving my job um, that I had been at for three years. I had a call with a partner and mm-hmm. he's like, Amanda, you're starting a new job. You're off on a new journey before you leave and like really embark on this. Like think about the way that you want to brand yourself. Like you've created your brand here for three years. And if there's anything that you want to add to your personal brand anything that you want to take off like think of that before starting so that like like no one knows who you are Mm -hmm. um, when you start your new job so you can essentially be the person that you want to be and it's a lot easier to create that image because no one knows who you are yet Mm -hmm. I was like wow like that's really deep and like I mean I start my job in like five days but um (laughs) like and those are some pretty deep questions but it's like like how like what brand do you want to make for yourself and like it's not getting caught up in like oh what are other people going to perceive me as like what other people like what are they going to think of me but like at the core like what do you want to represent like what do you stand for Mm -hmm. what are your values and like these are really important questions that um we wanted to make an episode on on our self-improvement journey (laughs) i absolutely love the way you just phrased that because like when i first hear about rebranding yourself I don't know why my mind goes to like why should I have to rebrand myself like I am who I am Mm -hmm. right um so I, I I don't know why my head goes there but it's such a good point to think about like really acknowledging your values and what you stand for because I know we were talking about it earlier like outside of the podcast but like knowing your values and really standing strong in them will help you be true to yourself Mm -hmm. and sometimes in like all of the worldly things that happen to us on our day-to-day basis like we sometimes lose track of what those values are and you know we let other people sway us in like outside of those values and it's really easy to just accept other people's values instead of your own so um rebranding yourself is really about recommitting to your own values and sometimes you have to be like what are my values right like are my values my values because I came up with them and I am like you know believe in them or is it because someone else kind of guided me towards these or you were guided towards them through work or school or family or relationships or friendships like they kind of like you know made you think that these were your values but in reality you may have totally different values and things that you stand for outside of that so that's kind of what this rebranding um episode is about it's about more of you going internally 
and redefining what makes you you love i was air clapping you guys can't see but i'm here <laughs> that was yes so much yes wow are you okay sorry i'm letting that sink in that was beautifully yeah. said no i thank you yeah <laughs> no but it's true because i think like when yeah. i first heard this topic i was like oh my god I'm not that excited about it because my mind immediately went to like I just want to be me like why do I have to brand myself for other people but that's not what it's about it's about doing that for yourself and exactly really like once you're strong in your brand or I I, we keep saying brand but it really is once you're strong in In yourself yourself. exactly like once your true essence is like you're you're confident in yourself and what you believe in and um you know you hold true to your values yeah with everything in life so with work with relationships with friendships with Mm -hmm. all of the ins and outs and clients and anything any project that you might encounter right Mm -hmm. so it's like learning to be our most true and authentic self which again easier said than done but it's like when you're truly like that the people that like come around you and that you attract it's crazy and people can tell whether you're being fully authentic or not like Mm -hmm. way back and at the beginning of our episodes we had that yoga teacher that like came in with her sports jersey and was like I love football and like that's not what you're expecting from a yoga teacher Mm -hmm. but it was so cool because she was so authentic about it and Mm -hmm. it's like bringing that authenticity and like your personal self your brand whatever you want to call it yeah to everything you do yeah so that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's do it. I'm excited. I'm more excited now than I was earlier. <laughs> um, okay, so it's my turn? Yeah. Okay, so um, so my line here is that <laughs> um, the, the situation that happens here is like we've been brought up to be like everyone else. So we grow up following certain rules, certain regimens, wearing uniforms, wearing... A dress code at school right or wearing a dress code at work um and we're literally taught to all kind of just be the same and follow the same path right so go to school graduate school like go to college if you don't go to college like you better be joining the army or like yeah. doing some other entrepreneurship project immediately right um then after that we're taught like okay buy a house get married have kids like we're all kind of like told to go down the same path so it's about like when it comes to being ourselves sometimes we forget who we truly are and we become so good at following what everyone else does that we trust other people's judgment more than our own and that's what happens when you are not super strong into your values that's huge because when you let that happen that's essentially giving away your own personal power your intuition that gut feeling you're letting someone else take control of that Mm. like I remember way back I used to be like oh I don't know what to wear and then Mm -hmm. would send pictures and couldn't make a decision for myself like oh I don't know where I want to eat where do you want to eat and like you're like you kind of have an idea where you want to eat usually unless like you legitimately are like I'm so go with the flow today I don't care but like Mm -hmm. when you can't answer those questions for you like figuring out what to wear and asking like you're giving someone else that Mm -hmm. power and then Mm -hmm. once I realized that I was like oh like I should try and figure out what I want to wear because I should figure out what makes me feel good and what makes me feel good might not be perceived by someone to be like the most best looking thing but if I'm feeling good then my energy is going to be like nice level so it's like doing things that give you your power and not worrying about like mm-hmm. the externals yeah oh wow this is like so pretty deep yes yeah, it's really deep um <laughs> because like these are things like i feel like we're seeing all this and like i know it's so much easier said than done yeah like i know that i'm learning like the hard way that like you know things like you have to stand in your values and that's like way easier said than done and like identifying those values and um really staying true to them because the world will take you like if you like sometimes like I love going with the flow and I love like oh we're going out to dinner like I love for someone else to make the decision Mm -hmm. on where to go to dinner because like I don't want to take the mental power to like think about like oh where are we gonna go like 
are they gonna like it yeah yeah like I'm vegan I'm obviously gonna always pick somewhere vegan <laughs> you know what I mean like um so it's like one of those things like it's like mental power sometimes but sometimes if we let other people always make the decision for us then we're like how do we know what we like and what we want and that's just like one example of a restaurant but it could be anything right it could be like big decisions too in life yeah like I mean it just may seem like a restaurant but it's like one thing that flows into so many yeah yeah um so kind of what we were just going off on it's like sometimes we constantly seek that external validation because we're afraid of like straying too far outside of the box Mm. and like for the fear of maybe feeling misunderstood or worse like people not liking us because at the core like it's really hard to stand up and be like I don't care if you don't like me (laughs) yeah I'm gonna do whatever I want to do and this feels right and if you don't like me I really don't care yeah and that's really hard yeah because you're like you want to be liked by people and if people don't like you you're gonna be like why do you not like me like I'm such a great person yeah and um this one hits me hard <laughs> I want to be liked by everyone and it's yeah. like my what is it my toxic trait okay like if someone has a problem with me I'm like I need to resolve this okay like I feel like I try to be a good person towards everybody yeah but not everyone's gonna like you yeah how have you dealt with that um so for people that don't like me uh oh so much tension like (laughs) (laughs) definitely not probably healthy but yeah um I hold in a lot like in front of like if there's tension with a person I definitely hold it in and I don't show it okay I definitely like kind of um what is it safe face I don't know yeah like okay yeah okay I hear you like Mm -hmm. I acknowledge you but I sometimes have issues like communicating my disagreements because sometimes like there's not going to be a solution to certain things right so like you may disagree with somebody and that's totally fine Mm -hmm. but there might not always be a solution and sometimes I'm like I just don't have time to like sit here and continue a conversation or the capacity to like just sit through like something that's going nowhere yeah so um but yeah um I'm learning that I need to communicate that um yeah it's like a you live and you learn yeah I feel like this kind of goes into our loving the collective episode it's like Mm -hmm. you are not going to agree with everyone like you're not going to like everyone but it's important to just come from a place of understanding and compassion and love yeah and like remembering that like people aren't gonna like us like who cares? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, once you start to stand up for something, like, yeah. your values, like, not everyone, like... It triggers things yeah. in other people. Like, if you're like, oh, one of my values is to be loyal. Mm-hmm. Like, some people are going to be so triggered by yeah. loyalty. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah. But it is, like, yeah. a thing, right? Yeah. Or, like, if, you're, if your value is, like, freedom or truth, like, people are going to be triggered by that and just accepting that that's okay too but that's your truth and that's your values exactly cool (laughs) (laughs) so kind of like thinking of an example from a different perspective when companies are making brands and i feel like this is so popular nowadays because there's so many different brands for the same exact thing and Mm -hmm. even for like podcasts and instagrams like it's so easy just to look at someone else's and be like I like this. I like what they're doing. I'm going to recreate this exactly. And this is going to be my platform. And without even realizing it, you end up like morphing into this other person. And it's not even your like vision. It's not your dream. And I feel like that is the energy that it carries. And people can like pick up on that. If you're just trying to pick up on other people's brands without creating your own. um, And translate the brands into like your own life like if you're just picking up on other people's lives and I feel like it's good to look up to people and um have those mentors and whatnot mm-hmm. but like they're mentor they're not like your you don't want to be their clone essentially yeah. is what I'm saying yeah. you want to be yourself yeah I don't know where I heard this but um I think it might have been TikTok but <laughs> there was like this 
this thing that I saw that was like, oh, you can boil down people to like six different personality types or six different type of people and everybody fits into one of these different buckets. And it's like, we have, like with everything that's fed to us, it seems like people can always fall into one of these different buckets. It's like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't fit in a box. (laughs) I'm like, there's no one like me. (laughs) I'm unique. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) But really. Yeah. Like, I feel like we all just have to start to become comfortable with our uniqueness. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. Because we are all unique in different ways. Yeah. So the whole purpose of this is that, um, you know, it's kind of like a known universal law or law of attraction whatever you want to call it but um if you give out from a place of love it eventually comes back to you so the more that you focus on serving from a place of service love and authenticity the more abundance you naturally begin to attract back into your life into different areas of your life like your career your relationships your businesses whatever that may be so it's all starting from getting clear with yourself of like who you are, what are your values, and focus on the love part and loving yourself and loving what you stand for and honoring what you stand for. And once you do that with yourself, that'll automatically emit into all the different areas of your life and the abundance will be, you know, coming back to you. And that's like super interesting to think about. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, when you think about, like, you mentioned, like, the Instagram thing. Like, the Instagram, like, followers that, like, we see this a lot because we, like, look for, you know, social media inspirations and stuff like that. But, like, the things that go viral, they all seem, like, you look at so many profiles, like, 100,000 followers, 200, 1 million, whatever. They all look the same. Yeah. They all have a consistent, like, theme or, like, a flow to their page. And it's not unique. So it makes me think like, oh, is the algorithm prioritizing a certain type of look, a certain type of account, and who's controlling the algorithm? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow, actually. Because especially, and I know like one of our friends that does the meditation and has a podcast now too, like they've been shadow banned and it's Mm -hmm. like if people are controlling... Mm -hmm. the algorithm and like what's getting fed to people and what's going out like you're gonna start seeing things that other people want you to see constantly yeah that's kind of scary and like you don't know right like because you're just on instagram like as if you're consuming instagram yeah um which most people are you're just scrolling through and you go through the discover page or Mm -hmm. um you know you see just what's on your timeline who you follow you're never gonna really discover like people who are shadow banned right and why do people why do people do better with the algorithms like oh the hashtags or this or that but it's also like a certain type of look and account that instagram or these not just instagram but like these social media platforms in general they want certain type of content on their platform yeah so (laughs) wow i'm a little bit mind blown but yeah yeah. i mean it makes sense yeah (laughs) uh, you know so yeah. yeah, we could copy an account and get thousands of followers. Yeah. Or we could just be ourselves and the true people who will find us will find us. And I like that option way better. <laughs> like, what would you rather, like, 200 people that are really vibing with you and understanding or 2 million people that aren't even, like, active? Robots. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's about the the number not the number it's not about the number oh my god i'm sorry i feel like you said that too in the friends I episode did. you were like it's about the number of friends you have I I was like, ah. what's in my mind <laughs> not about the number no but i do feel like um although like it may seem like yeah those accounts are doing great and everything like i feel like the people that we do have on our instagram are super engaged yeah. and like we get messages all the time like we get dms from like the most random people like people in our life people who we haven't talked to in years Mm -hmm. and um it just feels really good to hear from them and we hear like such great things like oh you inspired me to do this like um thank you for showing me this like I'm investing in this for myself Mm -hmm. um investing in yourself is so important like so many different dms from so many different people men women like 
all different ages and it's like okay we're making an impact and it may not seem like it but I feel like we are and we get those dms like when we get those messages we're like wow like okay if all of it's worth it if like one it impacts one person so yeah yeah cool so let's get into (laughs) like how can we start rebranding ourselves and diving into this so the first thing would be really discovering and knowing what your purpose is and the story behind it so thinking about how you define your purpose and what sparked your purpose right there's no one else like you no one has the same exact reasons for being out here we all have our own personal soul mission dharma our own reason for being here um and your story is not going to follow exactly the same as anyone else and it's not a copy paste exercise all here we're all completely different which is really freaking cool um so just like one thing that we invite you to ask yourself would be what is what is the bigger purpose of what i want to do in the world what is the mark i want to leave behind Mm. who am i (laughs) what do i want these are decently short questions but very very deep questions i'm like like, yeah i'm giggling because i'm like oh i ask myself this question every day who am i yeah (laughs) literally on a daily basis i'm like okay who am i like what do i want yeah what do i want today Mm -hmm. because you get to choose that on a daily basis and i feel like we said this and yeah we definitely said this in a podcast before but who you were five minutes ago is not the same person you are 10 minutes from now yeah which is i love thinking about it like that Mm -hmm. um you're ever changing exactly like your answer of who am i today is probably going to be different from your answer two weeks from now yeah so it's like you're gonna have your core values mm-hmm. and what you stand for but we're forever changing yeah which is really cool like we're just going with the flow here and life's gonna give us tosses and turns and we're gonna figure it out but like at our core like what do you want Mm-hmm. what do i want <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i feel that question a lot um i ask myself that a lot like who am i like after you strip away certain titles um that we yes. label ourselves yes. with yes right yes. Yeah. we're like oh i'm always going to be a daughter but then you're mm-hmm. like oh one day like my parents are gonna die mm-hmm. and i'm you know i to even think about that i'm like already gonna start crying but like (laughs) sorry mom sorry (laughs) dad but but like it's like who am i if i'm not a daughter yeah right who am i if i'm not um like a friend right Mm -hmm. or who am i if i'm not like um what i am at my job so it's about like going into your true essence and we talked we've talked about this in the last couple episodes but like your sankapa like what is your heart hungry for Mm -hmm. like what is that Thing that drives you um and like letting your heart kind of guide you in your life mm-hmm. like what you said about not being on paper I've never thought about it like this but like some people are really like attached to their job or attached mm-hmm. to like a certain like I graduated from this school mm-hmm. I have this degree and like that's not truly who you are yeah that's something you did but at your core that's mm-hmm. not who you are and my mom actually sent me a text message this week and I'll talk to her about it, but I haven't yet, but she'll, <laughs> I'll talk to her about it by the time she listens to this, but I didn't fully like agree with it. I mean, it was cute, but it was like, um, your biggest accomplishment is not how much money you make. It's like, it's like who you raise. Hmm. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> I was like, I like that, but mm-hmm. also, um, you can't put your biggest accomplishment on someone else Mm. like that needs to be focused on yourself and like I love my mom she did the best job raising me Mm. like I love like literally could not have had a better mom but you can't put your biggest accomplishment on something else that's like not yourself because let's say I was not the daughter I was and I was Mm -hmm. crazy and I did all these things and my mom was a fantastic mom and like Mm-hmm. then she would feel that guilt of like not raising someone because it was something that she did wrong yeah. when in fact it had nothing to do with her because we're all individual souls and like yeah so you never want to give that power to someone else 
Um, so, yeah. <laughs> wow. I love your perspective. And it's so true because, like, once you put your happiness into someone else's hands, like, they have control over yeah. um, your biggest accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but to be fair, though, I feel like you could do the worst things and your mom would still be proud <laughs> of you. Because <laughs> she's so, so sweet. Oh, my mom is the best. But yeah, no, I, I see both. Yeah, yeah I see yeah. where you're coming from. No, it, like, it was not like that's just like how my yeah. brain thinks. Yeah, like your mom was trying to be sweet with yeah. you, and you're like, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, but no, you have so many bigger accomplishments than me. Like, you can't give me that. What do you think it's your biggest accomplishment? That's a deep question. Um, I don't even know if I can answer that. I think that's something I need to, yeah, dig down a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't have an answer for you. Okay. Do you have an answer? Um, I feel like I'm in the midst of my biggest accomplishment now. Okay. It's like answering that question of who I am. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn. Fun. We need to journal that. Yeah, we need to do some reflection. <laughs> but it's good. These are all valid questions, and it's part of, like, your, your being and your... The, I want to say like aura but like the energy you put out into the world like if you show up as authentically yourself and you're um you acknowledge your accomplishments like you know you just stand with like a higher like respect values like you're just seen differently Mm -hmm. and not that it matters what people see you like but it's just about being true to yourself and you carry a certain energy that people are attracted to exactly and people see when someone's shining and people see when someone is not shining yep so yep (laughs) super random but there's this one youtuber and she's like she got super famous super fast her name is emma chamberlain but like her episodes are just like so real and like Mm -hmm. what normal people feel about going through life and especially she's a bit younger so maybe she's like in her like younger 20s but like she talks about like going through depression having anxiety like Mm -hmm. not wanting to wash her hair because like she doesn't want to and it's okay to have it feel greasy and like it's just people flocked to that and were like Mm -hmm. yes girl yes like I feel this and like yeah her following got so big and it's like that's just because she was being her truly authentic self and then you had some people being like oh my god you're so dirty for not wanting to wash your hair how dare you and Mm -hmm. I was like what like you're missing the whole point but it's just being your truly authentic self and you're not going to please everyone along the way Mm -hmm. but showing up as yourself will attract other people that love that energy yeah it's so true i love that that's all (laughs) thanks for sharing that yeah no i i think about one of my favorite youtubers she once posted a video without makeup like she's all dolled up in all the videos is this the yeah the blonde one yeah i love her um and then her name (laughs) it's like britney something i I don't know how to say it i'll i'll link it down below but yeah i love her and she just has like it's like cleaning videos organizing videos like um organize your kitchen or and i love it i eat it up <laughs> like yes, yes 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 teach me how to organize like i i just get inspired by those type of videos and yeah. i'm like yes i love it like i want to clean i want to you know she teaches you how to clean your bathroom and i'm like i know how to clean your bathroom but yeah. man you learn how to take the little knobs off things and <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so yeah. i just like i love her videos and she's always dolled up in her videos but one day she posted like i think it was like an instagram uh story without makeup on and so many people had commented and she like posted the screenshots of like what people were commenting like oh i can't believe your husband is still with you (gasps) like oh you need to put makeup on. oh you look like you've aged you look so tired i'm like man people on the internet have no chill you need to have some thick skin i'm glad that we don't have that (laughs) because we stay posting i stay posting stuff without makeup all the time like i'm just like people are wild people just like hold people to a certain the audacity i don't know why like people think because you put yourself out on the internet that you need to be like this certain perfect figure like oh if you're a woman like your hair has to be done your makeup has to be done your you have to be like dressed up in like certain type of clothes or 
maybe sh- showing a certain amount of skin or no yeah. skin or you know like yeah. there's no standard like everyone should just be okay yeah. being themselves and wow i don't know well if you're a follower of her and you commented that that's just a reflection of <laughs> yeah it's a, re- it's a reflection of like yeah. your energy and how you're feeling because if you're out there commenting like you're so beautiful you're amazing like that's what you feel about yourself too and you're like spreading that yeah to someone else like i cannot believe that anyone would ever type those words yeah i can't believe i don't believe i, I can't believe people type negative like trolls no you know what i mean no <laughs> imagine like being okay with making someone feel awful i would never like, no oh my god and like specifically like women like yeah i'm like women are so beautiful with and without makeup and like to be like oh you look so bad without makeup oh my god (laughs) please say that to my face i dare you (laughs) dang we we all radiate beauty yes natural beauty and i feel like society has made it feel like you need to look a certain way Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be that way to just look however you, you want to agreed okay anyways <laughs> back back to our scheduled programming um so the next thing that you could do um to help rebrand yourself and really embrace your true self is to clarify what you want to do and what type of transformation your life work wants to be right so get, getting really clear about what you do in your work and how um, you help people transform so the time in your life is like energy right so the time that we spend at our corporate jobs that's energy and we show up with a certain energy to our jobs the time that we spent you know doing other projects like the podcast or any other side hustles or any relationship or friendship those are all different types of energy and as we give our time away we're giving away our energy so getting really clear about what we want to represent and having a passion or a mission um or a purpose (laughs) right yeah because i feel like you may have a purpose and your purpose may not be your career but you can still show up in your career with your purpose yeah Right. So if your purpose is like, I want to help transform people's lives for the better by helping them realize, I don't know, the environmental sustainability um, causes are really important. And that's super important. I want to show up. Those are like what drives me. This mm-hmm. is just an example. This is not my personal one. I mean, I do believe that's super important. But <laughs> if that was my purpose, like yeah. you could still show up to your corporate job and get involved in t- two different um different initiatives like you can you know start a recycling program at your job Mm -hmm. you can you know help people uh, do different things I don't like this is just an example but just getting really clear about what you do and how you can incorporate that into your daily lives like you don't have to completely I mean you could completely quit your job and go clean up trash on the beaches all the time right that's an option but for a lot of people who don't see that as an option you can still incorporate things that are you're passionate about into things that you already have going on in your life so it's just about getting clear about what you want to do and how to transform that into different areas of your life so one of the things that we one of the things that we can do to help clarify what we want to do is to create like an inventory list of your skill sets um, and your unique mix of life experiences that help you serve the different areas in your life. So it doesn't have to be like a certification or school, whatever. It could be like, what are you good at? Like, what have you gone through in life that helps you, you stand out as you? Because no one has, has those same experiences, right? So if you went through uh, some type of, you know, Brady training or, um, and you also have like, accounting skills like that's such a particularly like special set of skills and you can help so many different people in those areas right so just writing down like your skill set and seeing like how you can kind of mix what you already have as skills and transforming that into what you want to be at so there's no like one set box like you know how it was mentioned earlier like 
you can put people in like six different mm-hmm. boxes mm-hmm. like like getting out of that box those six boxes and creating your own special box yeah. right I mean it doesn't have to be a box it could be an octagon <laughs> you know what I mean like just making your own making your own shape that you fit into so it's like okay not everyone has these set of skills same skills writing them down and seeing where that can lead you towards um yeah yes <laughs> be your own shape be your own octagon yeah. i stand for this yeah we're about to get out of the boxes and <laughs> create yes. a pentagon <laughs> a hexagon oh my god with... i love this i love it so much that's a perfect analogy do you know all the shapes no <laughs> same um geometry geometry was fun but didn't do well in it (laughs) we were ever on the show like are you smarter than a fifth grader oh i'm not even when i was in high school watching that i'm like uh no (laughs) it's hard yeah i was taking like trigonometry (laughs) did you ever take that i did in college i think (laughs) you know what i did like what physics i loved i never took that you never took physics i loved physics i would like I don't know what kind of job you can do with physics, but like um, I would be totally into it. Taking the or a space. Dance. I was gonna say rockets, rockets, rocket science. science. <laughs> yeah. There's probably so many things that use physics, actually. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Oh, and biology. Oh, okay. Which I feel like kind of goes with Ayurveda, so that's yeah. kind of nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you? What were your favorite classes? Uh, <laughs> yoga. No. Uh, you took that in college right yeah i did with melissa <laughs> shout with, out mel hey mel love you love you mel um <laughs> i feel like i really enjoyed like the marketing and okay. like i really enjoyed finance actually mm-hmm. like not accounting finance do you ever take personal finance no i didn't do that one. i love that one yeah. too yeah i feel like that was a good one you learned so much so they had this, well, actually, you could explain it better because you took the course. <laughs> but no, I would love to hear your opinion. Well, what I heard about it was like, so personal finance class, they actually taught you things that you would use for your personal finances. Yeah. So like investing into a Roth, investing into a 401k, mm-hmm. like what does that mean? How much are the limits that you can invest in? They taught you about your taxes and like deductions mm-hmm. and things that would like benefit you. And I think that that's super great because mm-hmm. I only know about these things from my mom. So if Mm-hmm. I didn't have someone there to teach me these things. I would have no idea yeah. about investing into a Roth 401k. Yeah. People don't teach you this. Like, you have to specifically go out of your way to sign up for the class, right? Yeah. And nobody's like, oh, let's take personal finance. Yeah. Like, unless you're a business major. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was an amazing class. And they even had uh, Bring Your Partner to Class That's Day. awesome. When they talked about, like, um, you know, partners. Married filing jointly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So like, and how to manage, because that's like one of the biggest stressors in relationships is finances. Yeah. It's like, okay, is one person making more? Is one person making less? Like, how do you balance like where you live, paying bills? Um, and because those are all like practical things that people have to deal with. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when you're like in the lovey-dovey stage, you don't always necessarily think about like, oh, like how yeah. are we going to pay for things? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a fun class. I think that's, like, another episode that we could have is, like, finances. Yeah. Especially, like, in relationships. Mmm. Fun. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not fun for me. (laughs) I would love to interview you and your boyfriend for that one. (laughs) I would love to be the mediator for that. (laughs) So who pays dinner? Both. You both pay? Yeah. Well, depending. Like, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Okay, so what's the next thing we could do? I know. <laughs> like, I was going to be another go- three hours. We're going off the rails. Um, Let's get back on the rails. <laughs> so going off of what you just said about, like, figuring out what is special to you, what your special skills are, really owning the parts that make you new- unique and stand out. And these are going to be the things that attract, like, your tribe your people the people that are meant for you um and also showing up as your biggest fan like it's really easy to post things and 
be like, oh my gosh, how many likes did this get? Oh my gosh, how many views? Because I do that too on the TikToks. And um, sometimes it's like, oh, this one didn't get as much. Like, oh, maybe it wasn't like as good, but like I loved it. Mm -hmm. And like really putting that validation in like, this was great. This made me feel great making it. Um, I feel like I was authentic in it. I spread my word and I'm a biggest fan. That was fantastic. Like go me instead of like posting it and being like, Oh, it only got this. Like, I guess this isn't what the people want. Mm -hmm. And like kind of devaluing your creation because it wasn't this huge thing that you thought it was going to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, (laughs) I agree. I'm the same way. I feel like instinctually, once you post something online, you kind of want to see like, oh, who liked this? Yeah. Like, oh, who shared it? Um, but yeah, it's really about ourselves, and you know, we know it impacts people at the end of the day. So, um, another thing that you can do to help rebrand yourself is to define the experiences that your brand and your personal self worth offers and commit to going above and beyond for yourself so everything um memorable about a brand comes down to the experience that your brand offers so define how you want um your experience your life experience to be like right not just work but other things like your personal life how do you want that to be like getting very crystal clear on that and um that way you attract it as well right so um if you're, you know, thinking about like what your brand is going to look like, what is it going to sound like? What is it going to taste like? What is it going to feel like? What is it going to smell like? Um, you know, these are all like sensory things that you give off into the world too. So like implementing that into your business, personal life, friendships, relationships. Um, there's just so much there to dig into. Um, and that's a huge part of manifestation as well. Like when you visualize it, you know, you it comes to you easier. So just to do a quick recap, I mean, we talked about um, how branding yourself, you know, doesn't have to be, be seen as a negative thing. It can be seen about just getting really true and authentic with your own self and your own values. Um, and it can be seen a lot of, in a very positive way of just getting crystal clear with yourself um and yeah we just went over all the different steps of how to get there the goal for this week Mm -hmm. is thinking of different ways that you can become your own biggest fan Mm -hmm. so think of the ways that you can show up for yourself and things that you're able to do to get yourself to that position that's it that's the goal i'm gonna become my biggest fan I'm like, your biggest fan, though. But you can, yeah, you should be your biggest like fan. It's like a Lady Gaga song. Is it? I'm your biggest fan. Oh, yeah. I follow <laughs> you and Wow. I mean, like your paparazzi. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> your own paparazzi. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Liking my own post. Sharing my own post. <laughs> Taking pictures of myself. Posting them. Liking and sharing no shame um <laughs> i have no shame on the lots of time that. podcast yeah. uh, instagram although I, I wouldn't do that on my personal one me either i was thinking of that too i was like i do whatever feels comfortable here but i'm like why can't i do that on my own i'm like hmm that's something it's, that's not very authentic of me there's something there for both of us i feel like oh that's funny cool oh let's do the card yes i, uh, I almost forgot so the card that um, the card that we picked tonight was called the light of the age of light. And what it says is you've been training for this for lifetimes. So it has like an Egyptian mummy at the front of the card with her arms held up above her head in like a triangular pose and a little more information about the card. It says mystics and sages throughout the ages have predicted this period in history and you decided to incarnate in the middle of it. There's no mistake that you are supposed to be here at this time of great change. If you ever feel unprepared or daunted by the path that is calling you, know this, you've been training for this for lifetimes. You're way more than the days that you have breathed throughout 
you in this life. You're also all of the lifetimes that came before. All of the experiences have polished your soul into the most magnificent expression that is your authentic self. Your soul has many facets. Imagine a fingerprint. Your soul is a million times more intricate than that. If you put together all the fingerprints of all of the people you've been, you would not even get close to fathoming how much of a unique masterpiece you are. You came in with a clear soul plan. You came in with the wisdom beyond your years. This is the part of you that longs to be seen. This is the part of you that is ready to step forward, that is ready to emerge. This is not the lifetime to stay hidden, but to step forth to be seen and rise. And then the work your light activation. So you hold your hand to your heart and you say, I call forth the soul gifts and soul trainings that I have received throughout all of my lifetimes. I am ready to embody them all now without hesitation, without fear. I have been training for this for lifetimes. I'm speechless. <laughs> also, I would like to say, try and put anyone in that six-person box thing. <laughs> yeah. We're all so unique, and not just from this lifetime, but everything we've carried through from the past, from our families, from generations of stuff, from all the people that we are, were, and are going to be. Um I love that quote. Yeah, and I love the fingerprint thing too. Because like like thinking about that gives it a visual. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. And about stepping into your true authentic self that you have spent many lifetimes um, perfecting and like working on and your soul is much deeper than this lifetime. That's a beautiful concept. Yeah. Yeah. That was the perfect way to close it out. Thank you for the card deed. Yeah. Um, So that's it for the week that's our episode um as always thank you guys for spending your precious and valuable time and letting us be there and share this time with you we hope you learned a thing or two from this and are able to implement a few of the things that you learned today into your lives if you guys like the podcast please subscribe leave us a review a few little stars um and also something we also wanted to mention is if you like it send it to a friend whether it's this episode, another episode, um, we're just starting to spread the vibe and word to as many people as possible. So if you know someone that you think would vibe with this kind of content, send it out. Yeah. But um, that's it. And if you guys like what we're doing here, follow us on Instagram. We're going to be posting more. Um, But yeah, stay in the loop. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Bye.